Good morning, Northern Michigan. Welcome to Northern Focus here on Q100, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Do something today for your future that you can be proud of and visit kirtland.edu, Michigan's finest educational website. We always start out with somebody from Kirtland, and today it's Kamori Duncombe, who is the Director of Financial Aid at Kirtland. Good morning, Kamori. How are you? I am doing well. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. You know, uh, I know that uh, we're starting to have people, the registration's going on, and uh, some kids are, and some adults are weighing their uh, opportunities to change their lives through education at Kirtland. Talk about the, uh, the financial portion of that. Um, so at Kirtland, we assist our students. About 82% of our students do get some financial funding. Um, we have federal funding and we have state funding. So if they're old, if they're old, they're good. <laughs> they're good. Yeah. If you're young, you're good. Yeah. If you graduated many years ago, thinking of attending an institution, Kirtland is there. We can assist you. Um, the state has the reconnect program that is available. Um, if yeah, you that's just, a fantastic program. Yes. Yeah. So if you are 25 years and older, it is available for you. They're working on reducing that age, but more to come on that. Um, if you are young, just graduated from high school, um, just uh, this year graduates, there is the Michigan Achievement that is available. So it doesn't matter what your age is, there is some form of assistance to get you through school. So that should not be a barrier for education at this point. And the, the other side of this, uh, I know it's not coming from your department, are a lot of the degrees, especially in practical education, employers are on the other side of that willing to, to spend money for you to go through the program. Exactly. So that funding is there, private um, employers assisting our students. Yes, that yeah. is definitely there. And then we have the police academy. So there is funding that the state is um, pumping into that. So there is a lot of funding oh, the, available. The truck driving school. There's, yes. Yeah, there's a lot of different individual programs. But the, the first step is to reach out to you and the folks at the financial aid department just yes. to find out, you know, don't, don't guess. Yes. Find out exactly what you want to do and where those dollars are. Yes, because sometimes the students become or people become overwhelmed thinking, oh, it's too expensive. College right. is not for me. And they don't know that there is so much funding available. Sometimes just sitting down, talking to one of us and just going over the costs and see how that um, calculates, it does help the student um, make that decision even quickly. Well, and, and people get overwhelmed by some of the paperwork, like, you know, the FAFSA. Yes. Now, as a, as a, a parent of a student who just graduated from college, you had to fill out your FAFSA form to determine your eligibility. I know in your department you help people with those. Yes, at Kirtland we will sit down with any student that is having difficulties filling out a FAFSA. We will walk them through it, answer the questions. Sometimes the questions you may never have seen a question like that. Exactly. And we're able to yeah. help the student with that question. No, the only reason why I was able to fill it out is because I filled out so many other government forms because of business. <laughs> but, you know, it, or you go through half of it and you don't save it right and it's all gone. 
I mean, it, it can be frustrating. Yes, it, it can be. And again, that's why we're there to help. So we're willing to help a student. And it, it might take you um, a long time for the first one. But the nice thing about the FAFSA, it is renewable every year. Right. So it populates your information. You can pull the information directly from the IRS if you file your taxes. So things have become a little bit easier. So again, we are able to help. Yeah, take your first step at Kirtland. Go to kirtland.edu, find the financial aid department. Paying for college. Is that the name of the tab? So pay for for college. college. That's even more easy to figure out than financial aid. Yes. Yes. (laughs) As we spent all this time partnering with Kirtland Community College, the, the thing that I know the most is how easy everybody at Kirtland helps the students through the process. Yes, we are there definitely Willing to help. It doesn't matter, um, again, what age you are. Right. And how experienced you are filling this out. We are willing to work with any student. And, you know, especially maybe you think, oh, I'm too old to go to school now, right? I missed the boat. Well, take a look at the graduating classes at Kirtland, and (laughs) there's a lot of 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds. Yes, Yes, yeah. we do have those. <laughs> Never and, too old. And, and there's n- nothing more exciting than see somebody who's in their 50s or 60s, you know, pumping their fist yes. when they finally got their degree. Yes, and we have parents who are finishing up with their kids. Right. <laughs> because now this is the time to, you know, they have put their dreams on hold for a very long time. Right. And now is the time to go back and get something there. It's never too old. So as Kamori said, Go to kirtland.edu and hit the Pay for College tab and get started. You'll find out it's way easier than you think. Yes. Yeah. Kamori, thanks for joining us on Northern Focus. You're welcome. Uh, We'll be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Goodies in the green room come from Sweet Peas Cupcakes and Muffins, available exclusively at Two River Deli. Welcome back to Northern Focus here on Q100. Portions of this program were pre-recorded, but I am live in studio with Kim Morley, our good friend from Pioneer Hills Marine, and a political watchdog. Oh, hi. Hi. Good morning. <laughs> I guess like that's that? what you could, yeah. Political watchdog. Should I get a shirt that maybe says that? I'm not sure. <laughs> we'll get a, get a picture of Louis the Bulldog. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, speaking of Kirtland Community College, we've got a big event coming up there next month. We do. Actually, the Roscommon Republicans will be doing their one and only fundraiser for the year, and it's called the Constitution Day Dinner. And it's wonderful. We will have the speaker, uh, the head GOP. She will be our keynote speaker, Christina Caramo. Sure. People might know that name. She ran for Secretary of State this last year. I've interviewed Christine. Yeah. Yeah, she's a sharp lady. Great speaker. Yep. And each of our legislators, Congressman Bergman, mm-hmm. Senator Hoytinga, and Representative Borton will be doing a panel discussion so that people can ask questions and learn about what's going on and their priorities. So it should be fun. I think it's a, you know, the timing is great. Uh, we're heading into an, a massive election. And um, uh, I've, you know, <laughs> people that follow this program know that sure. I, have a, I have a personal relationship with, uh, with Congressman can. Bergman. Right. And uh, and Michelle Otenga has been on the show plenty of times. So has Ken. Yeah. So uh, it, it'll be fun. To, it, it'll be interesting. I don't, fun, maybe even to see them all interacting, because I don't think I've seen all three of them in a room together. 
I think that that's part of it as yeah. well as normally when you you'll see a lot of fundraisers or they'll go to the dinners and they'll give like a speech yeah and it's kind of ended so we thought that this would be a better opportunity to really talk I mean the Constitution is about we the people so we really <laughs> wanted the people to have a chance to interact with them sit at their tables with different people so that they can have a chance to really talk about what's concerning them because those legislators really do want to hear yeah we've talked about this plenty yeah. of times Kim and and the very interesting thing you know you ran for office you've sit on a lot of boards and panels mm-hmm. and and uh especially in the state house and the state senate right those people desire really desire to hear from their constituents well and it's funny because i know even though they're out for the summer you know they're not in lansing i really want to give some kudos because there's a lot going on still politically oh yeah and so for representative borton and senator hoidinga a great thank you to them because they were able to come and meet with key stakeholders from Otsego, mm-hmm. Grayling, and Common, and they did a two-hour housing work session. So these stakeholders were able to say, this is what's working on housing development for us, and here are our, our challenges and roadblocks when those bills get passed for grant monies and whatnot. This is where we're struggling, and it's not coming to us. So at the end, both Senator and our representative stood up, said, this is what we've heard. This is what we think we can try to do. Right. And we've already scheduled a three-month follow-up. So we'll be meeting again in three months to say, where are we at? What what have you been able to accomplish? So kudos to them for taking that time. And the other interesting thing about this evening that's coming up is when you have a Q&A panel. Mm-hmm. Now, the perspective of uh, Senator Hoytinga and Representative Borton are going to be somewhat similar because they're boots on the ground right here. Right. But then to get Bergman's interpretation from a federal, from Absolutely. a national standpoint, who is still very concerned about what's going on in the, in the first district here. You bet. But has to do, take things in a completely different direction and he has his own obstacles and his own you partners. Bet. Well, I also think it's really helpful because most of the time, if you're talking politics, sometimes it's not just state. You hear yeah. a lot on a federal level because that's what we hear in the news a little yeah. bit more. So I think it's helpful to have both of those there because that's where those questions start to come. And that way they can say, no, that's not a state thing. It's a federal thing. Let's Ex- let Bergman talk about that. Yeah, you know, you know and, and I've had Jack on uh, plenty of times talking about, you know, some interpretations he has of what's going on with, you know, Governor Whitmer right. in the in the battles between the Democrats and the Republicans here in the state sure. that really he can't do very much about. Exactly. So yeah. I think that's a great opportunity. And, you know, for today, I wanted to give you there's a lot around schools getting ready to start. Right. So education. No! I know. I can't believe it's already happening. But one piece that I thought would be helpful for people to know is that in that education world, the governor just signed an executive order and she's establishing a brand new government department. It's called the Michigan Department of Lifelong Education, Advancement, and Potential. They'll have three different levels in that department, so different staff, so they'll be ramping up expenses to to staff this. And their big focus is really on pre-K, like that three- and four-year-old group. There's going to have some community support for 12-year-olds to do before- and after-school programming. So there's a lot. I mean, obviously, we can't keep doing education the way we've always done it. We've got to do better. So there's some positives to that. But there's actually been some pushback, parental pushback, saying, what are you going to teach my child at the age of three and four? I'm not (laughs) sure what's going on. 
But well, the even, original word of kindergarten is a German word about disciplining children at go. an early age. That's what kindergarten actually met. literally means. You, that's good because not a lot of people know that. <laughs> I like that. And then the other piece I mean, it's is become actually, daycare. But when the right. government is going to get involved in daycare, right. that seems like a slippery slope to me. That is what you're hearing from parents. Okay. So, but the other interesting piece is that on the even the Democrat side, there's been some pushback. So the State Board of Education, they're actually asking for a legal review on whether or not this is constitutional for her to take this underneath her depart- her wing right. and not keep it within the State Board of Education. So that'll be an interesting to see how that plays out. Too, well, they've done some know. interesting things very briefly. I, I know I got to let you go because we got a full room here, but you know the state did institute this whole new program about people 25 and older going back to school and getting their educations and finishing right. up that the state is paying for, which right. I think is brilliant. I, I have yep. to give whoever came up with that, yep. whether yep. it's Whitmer or whoever, whoever. Uh, did a great job there. But I don't think we need to be you know, 25 and older and helping them financially to go through school as opposed to what we're going to do with three-year-olds is a whole different other matter. It is a different matter, yeah. absolutely. And I will just pique your interest. Maybe you'll bring me back for another day. We'll talk more about Not it. Not a chance. It's called <laughs> Sign and Die. And this is something that normally you'll see at the end of like a, in November, president or like election year, when they finish like what you call lame duck, you'll hear that session. Yeah. At the end of lame duck, they can call it for what they say is sign and die. And that's a Latin kind of term for you can adjourn and there's no date or time set for you to come back. So then legislators go home and there's a chance that they be out of legislation for over a year. Still okay. getting paid. So let's talk about that maybe next time. That's All interesting, right. isn't it? Thank you, Kim. You bet. That date of that. Now, how do people uh, be, uh, get in the, go to the fundraiser? You can go to RossCommonGOP.com and you can sign up right there. Yeah, there's a lot of different levels of sponsorship and, and or just getting Tables. a table is like $45. Exactly. Yeah, so from like $5,000 to 45 bucks. <laughs> we didn't go that far up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kim. Thanks. All right, we'll be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Goodies in the green room come from Sweet Peas, Cupcakes, and Muffins. You need to check them out on Facebook and have them at your next event. Welcome back to Northern Focus here on Q100, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Jerry Coyne live in studio with Tammy Finley from the Crawford County Commission on Aging. And uh, Tammy, tell our listeners about the Senior Project Fresh. Okay, well, the Senior Project Fresh is part of the United States Department of Agriculture Farm Bill. It's a program aimed at older adults, helping them incorporate more fresh fruit and vegetables in their diet. Um, Senior Project Fresh was created to benefit the restricted income of seniors and a secondary benefit to the Michigan farmer to help move their produce um, during the summer seasons. Gotcha. So uh, what, uh, what is the CCCOA's involvement in this? So we help distribute the coupons throughout our community to our seniors. You have to be 60 years or older and meet a certain income guideline. Did you bring any for me? No, no. (laughs) You probably don't meet our guideline. Um, (laughs) And um, so we hold seminars with Michigan State University. They do the um, educational nutrition portion of our um, program. Mm -hmm. And um, our next one is going to be on August 15th at one o'clock in the afternoon and so they just need 
people that are interested in receiving these coupons just need to call and make an appointment and we'll set them up with a class and it's usually about a half an hour long and that's this tuesday yes Mm -hmm. and is that at the commission on aging senior center right and the coupons have a value of $25, $5. Um, Incremental. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like and, a coupon book. Yeah, and they can use it at any farmer's market in the state of Michigan. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. You know, it, it, it all groceries have gone up uh, in a cost. But, man, it used to be you could buy, like, a bag of apples for $2.50. Yeah. Now they're $6. It's a lot of food insecurities out there right now because of the prices of groceries. So yeah. Yeah, the Commission on Aging also is having a great, um, uh, next Thursday, they're having a hog roast where people can come in and um, have lunch with or have dinner with us from 4.30 to 6. So that's... um, That's the 17th? Yep, August 17th, Thursday, dinner, 4.30 to 6, a hog roast. What's the cost for that? Um, it's a three fifty donation for sixty and older. Yeah. Yep. A suggested donation. Well, and that's cool. Yeah. You know, it's about time we had like a, a more of a festive dinner at the CCE. Those you know, pig roast, hog roast are always kind of fun. Oh, they are. There's a lot of people that show up. So, and there's food trucks that are coming into our community too on August seventeenth at the Grayling Free Methodist Church. So if people are in need of food, they can always go there. And it's a long line, but it's worth the wait. Yeah. Well, those are all great uh, things to know. I'm sorry, what's the food truck at, at Tammy? What date is that? That is Thursday, August 17th. Same day as the hog roast. Right, okay. so they could go in the morning to the food truck and go in the evening to the hog roast. I know, you keep pe- people busy on their toes next Thursday. Yes, absolutely. All right, thank you so much, Tammy. Thanks thank for you. everything you're doing with the CCCOA. Thank you. We'll be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Goodies in the green room come from... Sweet Peas Cupcakes and Muffins, available exclusively at Two River Deli and Grayling. If you haven't had them, go there and get one. You'll be buying them often. Welcome back to Northern Focus here on Q100, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Jerry Coyne joined in studio with Kathy Bantha from the Grayling Promotional Association. And uh, it's that time of year, Kathy. The it's true. The junk in the trunk. <laughs> junk in the trunk. September 2nd yeah, at the Late. Grayling Tractor Supply parking lot. Right. We moved it across the street. We did. Yep. From 10 to 3. And I'm sure spots are selling out quickly. Yes, they are. And But I'm here today really to uh, tell everybody that we still have about 20 spaces left. Okay. I have a, approximately 50, and I've sold 30, or GPA sold 30. Right. So we're we're still we still have twenty available. End caps are gone though. End yeah. caps were gone the very first week. Well, the folks that really needed the extra space you grab those end caps. But you can buy two spaces together if you really got a lot of uh, junk. We do, and yeah. the spaces were increased this year to thirty dollars from twenty five. But you can buy two for fifty bucks. Oh, okay. Fifty dollars. So yeah. that means each space is 25 so if you have if you if you can't well i tell you you can't get an end cap anymore because they're gone right so if you can't but fit it all in a, in a in the back of your pickup truck or whatever you're going to park then you've got you need two spaces you bet yeah and you can get them for 50 dollars. now the third is that's the sunday is that no, the Saturday? No, the, it's the second of september which is the saturday that's the saturday of labor day of weekend. labor day oh, okay. weekend yeah 
Um, and I also want to tell people that you can get your application either uh, by going to our Grayling Promotional Association website, which is graylingpromotional.org, okay. or you can stop by the Chamber of Commerce and pick one up. That's good. Good for them. You bet. Um, and I'm sorry, uh, The uh, so the actual Junkin' and Trunk event is from 10 to 3. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. So, um, yeah, it is uh, – do we know what number – of junk in the trunks we're on. Yes, now. I looked it up because you asked me that last time. It started. <laughs> it started in, or I have records. GPA has records back to 2011. Okay. So it's this is the 12th year. There you go. I thought Long it started. Time. I thought it started when we first got into town. So yeah. You bet. Uh, yeah, and you know it's so much. People look forward to this not only to sell their goods. But to buy them, you know, what it, we junk in the trunk, whatever, what somebody's uh, tri- uh, trash is another person's treasure. You bet. Yeah, so. It's a good thing because people, if you want to sell your, your junk, <laughs> you can rent a space for 30. And if it's uh, centrally located, a lot, of, a lot of other people are selling things, free advertisement. It's a, it's a really good deal. Oh, I know. A lot of people end up. Uh, selling their own trash and buying people's—it's <laughs> yeah. like interactive. So, Adding to theirs. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much, Kathy, uh, for coming in. I'm sure you'll be in one more time before we get to Labor Day weekend. Hopefully. All okay. right. Thanks <laughs> you. Thank you. We'll be back Thanks after these words me. for. Uh, we'll be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Goodies in the green room come from sweet peas, cupcakes, and muffins. Welcome back to Northern Focus here on Q100, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Taking a little sw- uh, a switch up from our normal political and, and current events program because the roller derby is returning to the Coliseum in Kalkaska, and I've got a couple of derby gals with me. Ladies, introduce yourself to our audience here on Northern Focus. I am hook-handed Helen. Hook-handed Helen, okay. <laughs> I am Smash-Ire Cat. Smash-Ire? Smash-Ire, like the Cheshire Cat. Oh, I got you, Smash-Ire <laughs> Cat. So, oh, and speaking of cat, here comes the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tell us a little bit, I mean, you we're all familiar with the roller derby. I mean, it's it's been a, a, a fad off and on since the 60s. But uh, uh, how, is this the first event at, at the Coliseum that's been going on for a little bit? Yeah, so the small town outlaws have been at the um, Coliseum, I would say, for uh, te- uh, this is our 11th season there. Wow. So, okay. yep. So, 11 years we've been there. Um, there was a revolution of modern day roller derby as we know it today in the early 2000s, and it's been growing ever since. So, 11 years. Um, uh, how many, uh, how many, uh, matches do you gals have every year that varies um this year we are having a total of four home games and we had two away and then we also have a tournament down in lansing in october cool so are are, is the season just beginning or are you in the middle of it or what right in the middle okay so the next event at the Coliseum is when? Um, the next event is August 19th, and we are having three games that day. Oh, cool. So th- th- you're going to have three, uh, two other teams joining you at the Coliseum, I would imagine. Yes. Who are those opponents? 
Those opponents are Lansing. We are going to be playing their C team. We're going to be playing Lansing's B team. Okay. And Traverse City will be there as well. Oh, Traverse so Traverse City, City has a squad and Cal and Kalkaska has a squad. Correct, and, yes. And again, you're called the small town. Outlaws. The small town outlaws. What's the Traverse City's team's name? Uh, it's the Traverse City Toxic Cherries. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, this is happening uh, a week from Saturday. Correct. And what time does that get started, and what do the tickets cost? So our first game starts at 2 o'clock, okay. and they're going to be every two hours. So 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock, and then the headliner is at 6 o'clock. Cool. And tickets are $10 at the door or in advance. You can go to our website and purchase there. Um, and kids 12 and under are completely free. Awesome. What is the website? Um, the website, actually, I would suggest going to our Facebook page. Okay, it's, yeah. It's quite lengthy. Uh, it's a Canva page. So, um, But if you go to our Facebook page, all of our Small information. Small Town Outlaws on Facebook. Yep, that's it. That's simple enough. Yeah. So very quickly before I let you go, how long have you been derbying? Uh, Ten years. I actually just started on what they call fresh meat. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. I have not played in about yet. Looking forward to doing that really soon, though. And is it still like it was as we remember from the movies and the TVs in the 60s? There's a, a, a lot of some hair pulling and uh, cat fighting, or is no, it a little bit more not so? not allowed to do that anymore. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit different. There's not banked track. We're a flat track roller okay. derby. Um, and there's no elbows or clotheslining, but there is still lots of hitting. And there's lots, a lots of rubbing. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Lots, exactly. of yeah. lots of action. My daughter played hockey, a girls hockey at a high level, and you know they're not supposed to check. But there's a lot of rubbing. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty yeah. much what we're doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is awesome stuff, folks. So right in our own backyard, we've got professional roller derby happening at the Coliseum next Saturday, beginning at two o'clock. Go to uh, Small Town Outlaws on Facebook. Yep. Thank you. Thank you Thank so much. You. All right. We'll be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Goodies in the green room come from Sweet Peas, Cupcakes, and Muffin. Check them out on Facebook. You want them at your next event. Welcome back to Northern Focus here on Q100, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Jerry Coyne is on the phone with Carolyn Bloodworth, who's the Director of Corporate Giving at CMS Energy. Good morning, Carolyn. How are you? Good morning, Jerry. I'm very well, thank you. Hey, before we get to uh, some of the awards and grants that you've uh, just gave out at Consumers Energy, you're stepping down after working in this role for a long time. Just talk about your history and the history of giving behind uh, Consumers Energy. Well, sure. Yes, it's very exciting. Well, it's exciting for me. Um, I am retiring at the end of August. After 42 years with Consumers Energy, um, it's been a wonderful, wonderful employer and um, an amazing career. And I have been involved in our philanthropy here at the company since, um, I think, about 1993, so about 30 years wow. in working in this field. And it's been absolutely an honor and a privilege to be able to do some great things for Michigan communities all across the state. Is there a project or two that comes to mind that you guys have supported at CMS that has really, you know, maybe became so much bigger than you thought it might originally have been? 
You know, I thanks for asking that question, Jerry. People have been asking me that. I really need to put a little more thought into it. But when I think about some of the things that we've done through the years, um, I think about investments in early childhood. We did that um, some years ago. We did quite a bit in northern Michigan with early childhood. There has been such a wonderful amount of work done and seeing the impact that has made through the years. I think about a lot of great start programs in northern Michigan, a lot of imagination library, early childhood, early literacy programs that were so wildly successful. Um, that has really been, I think, near and dear to my heart. I also think about a lot of the things we've been able to do to follow our employees and their volunteer efforts. We, um, people may not be aware when our employees are out volunteering in the community and as utility employees, that just tends to be part of our our, our DNA is we get involved and engaged, and our foundation has been providing grants to those organizations where our employees have been volunteering for for over 30 years. So I think about all of the scout troops and the soccer teams and um, schools, PTAs, school boards, um, school sports programs, music boosters, and nonprofits. Um, it has been, I think, an amazing legacy that our, our employees have been able to, to make an impact they've been able to make locally within the community. Well, uh, that has been the whole purpose of your uh, uh, charitable foundation and the, um, the actual CMS foundation. I know, uh, you know, the support that it gives the, just the canoe marathon here in town uh, and the amount of dollars that you've seen come out of the company you know, it's staggering. It's just in a massive amount of money. And the money, we all know the money is really valuable and important, but when you mentioned the, the Ensemble Canoe Marathon, I can't help but think about coworkers like Rich Castle who are actively engaged and involved in the marathon planning all throughout the year. Right. And then the, the docu-series that our coworkers, Justin Garant and Darren Grimsley, had worked on to put together with George Blaha narrating um, that docu-series to, to document the history of the marathon. And it, it's just been very remarkable. And those, those events are such iconic Michigan events that really give us all such a great sense of place. And we're just so proud to be able to be supporting it in so many different ways. Yeah, that's uh, well said, Carolyn. So talk about this year's grants and the Prosperity Award that you well, recently certainly. handed out. You bet. Well, we have just put out a call for letters of intent for the Consumers Energy Foundation's Prosperity Awards. We're going to provide $500,000. That's a half million dollars to Michigan nonprofits for just this one award piece. And what we're looking for is, this is a signature grant, we're looking for projects across the state where organizations, nonprofit organizations, are focused on neighborhood revitalization or arts and culture to impact their communities. And we can award a grant for up to $250,000 to two organizations for this particular Prosperity Award grant round. And did you come up with a finalist yet, or you're still waiting for those? So the deadline to submit letters of intent is this Friday, today, okay. August 11th at 5 p.m. It's an online application, so go to the Consumers Energy Foundation website and find it's a very simple letter of intent. We will winnow those down to a reasonable number and ask those finalists to submit full grant applications, and decisions will be made by the foundation in October. All right, so you're listening right now. That gives you about six hours to, 
to get <laughs> to get in the uh, into the portal at CMS Energy and apply for a, a $250,000 grant if you're a nonprofit that is uh, that is complete changing the entire culture of your nonprofit. It, it definitely is and I there are a lot of nonprofits that have these great programs or projects that they know they want to do. This is the opportunity to be able to do that. We really want to make an impact in Michigan and we want to make an impact in local communities. Um, we recently awarded one of these awards right in Roscommon County to the United Way. Right. They just recently received one of these awards for, um, and this one was actually for people, not prosperity, but we did um, a grant for the United Way for their wonderful food truck that they've got. Um, we did a great, big Prosperity Award grant in Cadillac for some great community revitalization activities that they were doing in the area. Um, we love these grants, and they really highlight the priorities of the Consumers Energy Foundation, which are people, planet, and prosperity. Well, Carolyn, I just want to give you kudos for your helmsmanship of all this corporate giving, you know, for over 30 years as we were talking about off air, I, I know you're immensely proud of all the uh, different nonprofits that you've outlined and uh, and all the good it's done in the state of Michigan. Well, thank you so much, Jerry. Um, it's, it takes a village to do this work, and I could not be more grateful for all of the great partners and collaborators and um, partners that we've had to be able to do this great work to move Michigan forward and make a difference. It's really been an honor. Carolyn Bloodworth, congratulations and best of luck on your retirement. And uh, hopefully stay in touch with us sometime at Northern Focus. Thank you very much, Jerry. Really appreciate it. We will be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. The goodies in the green room come from Sweet Peas, Cupcakes, and Muffins. Check them out on Facebook. You'll want them at your next event. Welcome back to Northern Focus here on Q100, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Jerry Coyne is on the phone with Rick Powells from North Bloomfield Properties. Good morning, Rick. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm good. How's the property, how's the property management business going? Not busy as ever. It's, it there's never a lull, it seems like. You know, it's really funny because I, I know that's the case because there is a boom in people renting out their homes. There's, you know, apartment space is so limited and so difficult to get a hold of, and uh, the price of homes is skyrocketed, so your market has got to be extremely busy. Yeah, it just doesn't. It, it's always busy, and, and mainly because in the, re, the you know the residential houses where you're renting a house versus an apartment, because apartment life isn't for everybody. Right. No, I agree. You know, uh, an apartment never feels like you own it, but when you rent somebody's home, uh, it, it it ends up taking on that type of, you know, not a house, a home. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's not just a place to lay your head. It's it's actually a place you call home and, and raise your family there. Uh, not that you can't do it in a condo, and people do it, but it's just, you know, I mean, some people don't like people above them, below them, beside them, and, and they prefer just to, you know, be on their own homestead. And, you know, one of the great benefits, especially if you're a homeowner and you do rent your home out, that 
the folks at North Bloomfield Properties take care of all the stuff that needs to go with it so your tenant doesn't have to have these headaches. They can enjoy living in, in a home and have all their problems cared for. Well, right, yeah. I mean, it's, it's an advantage actually both ways because an owner don't have to deal with any, any of the issues. And, you know, and then for a tenant, everything gets done timely. And there's, you know, not always, there's not very many delays getting things done for them. Yeah, and we especially like to send this message out to our listeners here in northern Michigan that have decided to move full-time into their summer homes and want to lease out their properties in the metropolitan Detroit area. Well, and, and that and that's really a great thing because sometimes you know people don't ever want to you know give up the home down in the southern part of Michigan and in case they ever want to go back for whatever reason. So this enables them to to hang on to to both places and and not have a financial burden on on one of them sitting empty all the time. Right, Rick. Uh, you know, in that vein, in that topic, do you have some tenants that go back and forth so they you know lease out their homes just temporarily because they know they're going to sit in them in the you know in the winter well yeah short-term leasing is out there it's a little more difficult because you know the, of the of the fees involved and the cost to, to do that but because i mean you know obviously the longer you can keep a tenant you know the better it is for a landlord so, but we do have some people that like, you know, just all summer long, just especially if they have, you know, some of the, you know, a house where people would want to enjoy, you know, the summer, you know, waterfront or something of that nature. So you do uh, manage short-term rentals as well? Yeah, we, we do. And it's up to each individual owner whether they want to take that route or not. So if we get somebody that inquires about it, you know, somebody only wants an eight-month lease, we, you know, we reach out to the owner and see what their thoughts are because the, the company itself, all leases are one-year minimum. But, you know, we do give the owner the flexibility to, to do those different things. Well, see, there's the, the, the great answer. That's why we like having uh, North Bloomfield Properties as our uh, – our resident manager, you guys have all the answers that uh, I would not have known uh, to begin with. But um, and, and on the other side of that, you have a, a lengthy list of people that know to reach out to you because you handle short-term and long-term rentals. So people looking for that type of stay. Well, and that's especially true when it comes to you know, in, you know, people that have been displaced. Maybe, maybe their home flooded. Maybe right. it burned. And insurance companies, you know, reach out to us to see which owners are willing to do short-term leasing. So we we do a lot of that from from different you know companies that put displaced people into properties for short terms. Sometimes short term doesn't turn in. It's usually come, can become long term um, because sometimes with delays and you know permits and materials, it takes longer than they projected. So it's it's a really a, a win-win situation for an owner. Well, I, I mean that's that's great news, Rick, because obviously uh, uh, that happens more often than you think. Where well, a, a little disaster, does, yeah. a little disaster befalls somebody, and they need a rental. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yep, it does happen. It happens more than people think. You know, you, you only see one incident on the news here and there about a fire or a flood or something of that nature. But, um, you know, it, it happens a lot more than what people really realize. Well, Rick, Rick Powell's from North Bloomfield Properties. I know a lot of these things that we talked about are available on uh, that information is available on your website. Tell us that website so our listeners can find out more information. That website is just straight up northbloomfield.com. That'll get you all the information you need there. And if you want more, all you got to do is hit us up. Um, you know, send us an email to the info box or give us a call at you know either office. Uh, Auburn Hills or Commerce, and, and someone there will be happy to help them. Yeah, Rick, uh, Rick is talking to me from the Commerce office, and that phone number is 248 366 8484. 8484. Should have been able to remember that. Thanks, Rick. <laughs> All right. Thanks yep, for joining no us. No problem. All right. Thanks for joining us on Northern Focus. All right. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. We'll be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Goodies in the green room come from sweet peas, cupcakes, and muffins. Check them out on Facebook. You'll want them at your next event. All right. Uh, Great Scott next thursday here we go all right welcome back to northern focus here on q100 brought to us by kirtland community college jerry coin is on the phone with joe loreno with the great scott band they're coming to trestle park august 17th joe what do you know hey jerry how's it going great tell our listeners a little bit about great scott Oh, great, Scott. I, I, I tell you what, I've been a professional musician for almost 30 years, and this is the most fun project I think I've ever put together. Uh, we're a five-piece band. We've got two guitars, drums, bass, and piano, uh, and we play all kinds of songs from all different decades, 70s, 80s, 90s, and the pop hits of 2000s. We're a pop-rock kind of band, so if it was a rock and roll hit on the radio, uh, that's, that's pretty much right up our alley. So um, we do a lot of wedding receptions. I personally perform over 40 weddings a year, so we, uh, wedding receptions are kind of our specialty. We do a lot of summer concert series, like just like the, the Friends of Trestle Park that we're looking forward to doing next Thursday. Um, and, uh, yeah, it just anytime we get the chance to get together, we have an absolute blast. We, we, everybody ends up enjoying our performances because there's a little something for everybody because of the playlist we put together. Well, uh, and on top of the fact that the folks in uh, Houghton Lake, Prudenville area and our listening area get to go and see Great Scott for free, so it doesn't get any better than that. That's absolutely right. So, I mean, you know, if for some reason you don't like our performance, you can't complain about the ticket price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you brought your own chairs and your own cooler. So, yeah, it's a low-dose show, as we used to say back in the day. Uh, Joe, you just mentioned the, uh, um, uh, the genre of music you play. Get, throw out a couple of songs that the band likes to do. Oh, uh, one of my favorites that, we're, that we, uh, we just started doing this year uh, – we started doing Message in a Bottle by the Police. That's a really fun one to sing. Yep. Um, yeah, we, 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 uh, we got some Journey that's, uh, that's on our set list. Um, we've got, uh, we got some Foo Fighters because we, you know, we, we, do the, we do the 90s up, some Foo Fighters, uh, some Fall Out Boy. Um, and yeah, and some, some Gin Blossoms. 
We got uh, we got some Bruce Springsteen thrown in there. Right. So yeah, like I said, a little little bit of something for everybody. Eagles, you know, gotta love it. Yeah, there's no doubt a great concert venue, Trestle Park. I don't think you guys have played there before. Um, we played there last year, but we got rained out. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we, we were going to play, but it got rained out. So Yeah. <laughs> so the second time's the charm on August 17th at Trestle Park with great Scott. Uh, Joe, quick question. Is it okay if the audience get up, gets up and dances? Oh, absolutely. The, the, the more people that dance, the merrier. Yeah, everybody just tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies. You don't have to sit next to them. Just come on out to Trestle Park, cram yourselves in there, and, and everybody just be ready to have fun because that's what Great Scott is. You know, we're not just a, a band that plays music. We're, we're not selling a, a performance. We're selling fun, and we love to have fun playing. So everybody come on down, and let's have some fun together. All right, Joe Loreno and Great Scott performing at Chosel Park on August 17th at 7 o'clock for free. So be there. Thanks. For free. For free. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Thank you so much. We'll see you then. All right. Uh, we'll be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Goodies in the green room come from Sweet Peas, Cupcakes, and Muffins, available exclusively at Two River Deli in Grayling.